this R&B talk. Yeah, it is. I'm pissed today. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie has had dog issues. Issues with dogs. I've never met dogs that will chew a hole in the fence. Then after you repair it, chew another hole in the fence. And then after you repair it, chew another hole in the fence. So tell me, Reggie, how is it taking care of this problem? You know, it's been so awesome. I really <laughs> feel like it has enlightened my spirit and my God. I don't believe you. It's pissed me royally off. That dude. I believe. Now, now I mean, because the whole second week of my like off work and school has been just work every day working on my fence. Yeah. So it's been frustrating because. Okay, so there's two things. One is because I put up after he, oh, we have this thing from Pet Playground. We've had it since we before we moved into this house. I put this thing up because it was supposed to be like, can't climb it, can't get through it, whatever. But if your dog's a chewer, it will chew through this fence. But it has a metal part at the bottom that usually doesn't, you know. Okay, anyway, um, I've had I've had to fix this fence a bunch over the like since we've been here long every long time right and i've always used these hand hog rings so they're like little c rings that you there's a, there's a pair of pliers that clamps it down to right. something else right right um they call it hog ring pliers and hog, uh, hog rings right so been, those things are so painful to work with because it's like trying to reach the the things in between the fence and like trying to get them around and it like doesn't spit out some sometimes or doesn't or like it doesn't close all the way or it'll miss it or it won't it's it's insanely stupid these these ones with the hand they make pneumatic ones right that hook up to your air air compressor and you just hit the button and it does it right and and they're like but they're a couple three hundred dollars right and i never never bought that because i'm like well a i don't want to lug around a Air compressor all the way out to the to my fence line and yeah, do you have that. a lot of fence. Yeah, don't want to do all that. But <laughs> after dealing with this every single day, I just said hell with it, and I ordered one and I yeah. got it in. And I'll be damned if I didn't hook that thing up. I took the air compressor out there. I hook it, and it, it's just like it's so easy. You just go, and it was like I should have done this. 10 years ago <laughs> stupid because <laughs> you're like holding it and like pushing it and doing all this stuff with the manual ones to try to get it to line up but the the one that's pneumatic is i mean just as long as it's in there it doesn't matter it's just, whoop, done well here's the thing and i've learned this over the last few i would say actually the last year tools matter right like when when i had to do all the deck repair stuff i was trying to do I was trying to drill deck boards in with a 12-volt indoor Black & Decker drill. And that was kind of like solving Proust's constant. Like, it was like, (laughs) I was like, I wanted to stab someone several times. So I had to invest in an expensive drill. Actually, I didn't invest in one. Um, I just kind of came across one. 18-volt, nice heavy-duty guy. Drills them right in there, not a problem. It, 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 but it's, it is such a thing. And usually I'm that guy where it's like, okay, look, I, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to buy that tool and I do that right. And it'll save me all the heartache because I, I get frustrated when if, if something, whatever. But for some reason, with the like I'm working on the fence all the time, dude. And yeah. like, like why in the world didn't I do this years ago? It's beyond me. I've been 
painstakingly using these things and like tearing up my hand trying to get in here to all these places with this stuff. Fair enough. I don't know why. Like the one time I decide not to do that. It's just it's called man thinking. I know, dude. It's, it's so dumb. Dude thought. But we we got this. Uh, we got the new. We got a new dog, right? And so my one is it's my pit boxer mix that has just decided he's going to chew through every damn hole. Like doesn't matter what you we I. So first thing I did was after repairing it, and then he kept doing it. After we'd gone and rounded them up a couple of times and I've fixed it with other stuff, I finally took welded wire, two by four fence, and went all the way down one side of my fence row. That That's the one they were getting out of, right? So it's a welded wire. It's pretty thick. And he he was able to stick his uh, um, nose in there enough to where he could grab a hold of something that was, like, torn up behind it. Yeah. Some of, like, the plastic fence and yank on it enough to where it separated the weld on this two by four fence. And Smart he was, dog. And he was able to get his head through the damn thing, right? So I'm like, well, <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> Put up a moat, you know, yeah. a, a freaking block wall. But so that's when I tried the hardware cloth and I put that on there. Um, and he couldn't. I couldn't do it because he can't get through the pitch the things. He can't grab a hold of that thing. Nice. So, so that that's what's going to have to go around the hole. Now, I've, I've fixed a couple holes with it, right? Yeah. This is why it's been like every day too, because I don't. I didn't have enough to take around the entire fence and cover up everything that's this pet 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 playground nonsense. So I've like been taking like little bits of it and like clamping it into overtop to make patches. Yeah. Doesn't work. doesn't really solve the problem. No, right? it, it just you're just temporarily doing that because he's gonna he'll figure out that he can chew through this other right beside it, the part that's not patched. Yeah, and then yeah. just you know, so I forgot. I, no one had it in stock though. That's the <laughs> so when I've been off, uh, I should have just not dicked around any of this and should have just ordered this like when I first got on vacation. That way I could have like done it. But now now. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta wait for the hardware cloth to get in in the in the four you know the four foot tall hundred foot rolls so I can roll it out all the, through the whole fence and you gotta do it while it's well diggers bot hole cold outside it's not that cold it's man. cold dude I don't Look, know listen man here's the here's what I cold if it's below fifty I don't like it I'm not good okay but my my cold is way different than that like, yeah I, no now me if it's if it's below freezing it's cold but i'm okay out in it if it's below 20 though no <laughs> if it's below 50 yeah I, i'm i'm tapping out I, I just don't i don't like to be cold i, I don't mind being hot because i can get cool but when i get cold it's hard for me to get warmed up I mean, I'm a Viking, bro. I mean, it does, it's just it, the cold isn't isn't that big. A, I mean, I'm a reverse Eskimo. <laughs> the only thing I don't like, the only thing I don't like about the cold is like if it's really cold, and you either wear gloves or your hands get so cold they don't want to work. That's that's what I don't like. But other than that, I really, you know, I can sit out if you know. I don't know. It's it's pretty all right, but yeah. Um, but you also, you know. I think you worked outside at one time, right? Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. So I think you've kind of, I've never been an outside work dude, right? Like in the summer, I'm fine. But in the winter, I've never had to work in like super cold weather. I worked for the, I worked for the water company for like an entire 11 days. 
And uh, <laughs> they wanted me to dig a hole with a pick and a shovel. And it was like the middle of November and it was freezing cold. And on day 11, I went, you know what? I don't want to work for the water company anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and step away from this and tell the boss. This is not my call. I was like, hey, this is not what I meant to do. And he's like, but you've not been here a full two weeks. I'm like, doesn't matter. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Appreciate all of you. Thank you. Have a great day. But that's anyway, funny. you know what? Let's talk about something that's been bugging me. The New Year's resolution. Oh, God. I don't understand, Reggie. Um, first of all, when I hear the word resolution, um, that tells me that you're not recognizing the problem, right? Like, I'm going to make a resolution. And then I would say, Percentage-wise, 98% of them don't don't get completed. Make a decision, man. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do this, not I resolve to do this, because the resolve is not you deciding. The resolve is you deciding to think that you can find a resolution for the problem. What do you think? Okay, so there's two things. One is, like, why... I don't know. I, I see a new year being like, hey, it's a time for new things because it's mm -hmm. like a new year. But, <laughs> okay, so I've always dealt with the new year a little different anyway because I always thought the calendar was kind of silly where it is. Um, as far as like the solar cycle and the lunar cycle, it makes more sense that the new year be where like the Asians kind of put the new year instead of where mm -hmm. we do for one thing. So the Chinese New Year. Yeah, the Chinese New Year seems more like the real New Year to me as far as like how the moon cycle and the lunar cycle, all that stuff works. It seems like that would be the better place for the New Year. Um, but, but the second thing is like if you wait until a point of the year to make any kind of changes, like I don't think you're serious. I mean, yeah. you know, if it's, if it's a big enough deal where it's a more to change, then do you make it. it now, right? You know, you make it now. Um, my thing is, also, when you make a New Year's, now don't get me wrong, I have themes or words that I'll use coming into a new year, like my my word this year is grow, right? Grow financially, grow spiritually, grow mentally, grow physically, grow, right? That's my goal. And I measure that in the sense of how do I do something today that I can grow? And how is it going to make me grow? And then I take that action. Sometimes that action is five minutes. Sometimes that action is three hours. But I don't plot out like, well, for this whole year, I'm going to do this one thing. I think you're much more successful when you when you take it day by day and you say, all right, how can I, how can today be something uh, that will make me grow? I mean, you could listen to a podcast, wink, wink. Uh, you could read a book, you could go work out, you could, you know, go any number of things, any number of things. Right. So why are these, <clears throat> here's the, here's the real reason I think a lot of them fail because they're not well-rounded in how they do them first and foremost. Um, this being, let, let's talk about food. Like, let's say somebody says, I'm going to, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Okay. Well, all right. How are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to eat less. That ain't going to do it. That ain't going to do it. Um, well, I'm going to exercise. 
what does that mean? Um, there's no plan, right? There's this, I got this resolution. You know, I'm going to become smarter. How are you going to do that? I'm going to read a book. Well, what if you read a dumb book? Well, well the, the, <laughs> this goes back to like, if you, you want, like knowledge is it. Yeah. You know, like knowledge is power. Yeah. And like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. I think, and a lot of people get just assume wrongly about all kinds of things, especially like getting healthy, getting smarter, learning something, whatever, because yeah. you don't know. So, so you just say, well, I'm going to do this, but you don't, if you don't take it, make it, if, I'm saying this, if you don't make an effort to learn or educate yourself about that particular thing and approach it in a well, like well-read manner, mm-hmm. then you're bound to fail. Well, that's kind of my, my point too, is like, for me, you and I talked about this a little bit on the last year's podcast was I'm in the stage where, man, I just want to absorb as much knowledge as I can absorb. Right. Yeah. That doesn't end or begin with a new year for me. Like I'm more in that cycle now than I was five or six months ago when that cycle started. Right. Like I'm, I'm really deep into some subjects. Like I've really, you know, inspired through some of our conversations, I've really started to read about apologetics and things like that. And I'm really starting to get into, um, you know, you know, mental health and, and reading about mental health and, and how to better your own and help others better theirs. Um, that doesn't start with a cycle of a year, right? Like for me, that's like, that can be years long, right? So I think more than making a resolution, just make a decision to, to better your position, however that is, right? Whatever that might be, however that might develop. Okay. I just say the new, a new year, new calendar year is if you're going to use that for a just, just don't just say because it's a new year, I'm going to do this. Really understand why. Yeah. I mean, for one, do, is, are you really going to do it for two? Yeah. And educate yourself on how to actually do that thing. Yeah. So you can have a plan because yeah. you have to have a plan. Yeah. Mo- most of it. now you can say, look, I'm going to try to be, um, e- even stuff like here. Cause here's one thing. Um, and this isn't even a resolution for me. It's just like, how can I, this has been a long ongoing thing. How can I, control my temper better well i can't just say well i'm just next time i get angry i'm gonna try no i have to think about what triggers my anger yep. what <clears throat> what really is that from something is it is it there's all kinds of things i have to go through in order to like figure out it's not just a at the moment of it's like there's a like a constant <laughs> work that has to go on. In order well, yeah, to there's do development. Like that. And here's another thing I'll tell you, and this is controversial and I get really a lot of flack when I say this is don't set goals. And here's why I say this. If a soccer player is kicking a ball down the field, let's say you got a great offensive soccer player and he's kicking the ball down the field and he's kicking the ball down the field and then he kicks it in the goal. What happens then? He's done what he's supposed to do. New goals. No, set milestones. Don't set goals. Goals goals are indicative of the end of 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 work, right? Like mm. you get a job and your goal is to get to this point. Okay, I'm going to get to this point. But what I'm saying is set milestones for yourself. Like, well, you know, I want to be here by this date, right? Okay. And then when you get there, a milestone says I've I've gone up the roadways, but this is just a milestone. I've got to get to my next milestone, right? Goals 
you know, I've seen this so many times happen in fitness and education and all kinds of things. Somebody will hit a goal and then go, yep, I did it. And then they'll stop thinking that because you hit the goal, everything will maintain. Okay. Let me, let me explain. I understand what you're saying. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. But I think correct goal setting is important to do that. Yeah. Okay. So, like, if you have the, uh, let's just say, I want to rule the world. That's my goal. Okay. You want to, your ultimate goal has to be huge. Yeah. And like way far out there. But if you don't step back that goal some way to have like, broken down into very small different milestones or, or go i don't care what yeah. you call them but you, you part of being on the and i forgot what book this was oh man i can't remember what, what, great um maybe it was ziggler zig ziggler maybe i don't know if he talked about goals or not he I talks can't remember. about goals a lot yeah okay well I'm, i haven't read his book because i know i read like a bunch of but in a long while but i, I all I know is that like you you must have you must start the day you have all kinds of small goals to mm-hmm. achieve that lead to other things. So it's really about breaking down like so if you said a new year's resolution I'm going to um well I'm going to get in shape. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the def- de- defining what that is. So if you say uh I want and, and and then this is also being educated about it. It's like, well, I'm going to put my body fat percentage of this. Uh, I want to put on, you know, this much of muscle. I want to be or it could be if uh, cuz like in, in my day when I was lifting a lot, it'd be like, well, um I, I want to increase my bench to, you know, 330. Um uh I I, I want to do my 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 squat to get up to like 700 or something. Right? It would be like I had I'd have like really specific goals. And I, mm-hmm. so then I know, and then though, so that's my goal for that. Yeah. Then I'm going to break that down and go, okay, so if that's how, how long do I want to take to do that? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, and I got to be real. This is where it comes to being educated and realistic. And this could even be coming to somebody who help, but it's like, okay, I know I'm not going to be able to reach 700 on a squat in like three weeks. That'd be stupid. I mean, yeah. I would kill myself doing that. So let's do over like a six month period, how, what am I going to increase and what am I going to set my stuff to? Okay. Do I need to change my diet? Do I, um, what about my sleep? My sleep? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Right. So I'm, I'm breaking it down though. As a day, like here's my workout this week for my leg day. This is, this is what I'm going to do this week. This is what I want to do this. Week. Here's my goal this week. So you're just, you're doing milestones and breaking it down. What I don't care if you call it goals or milestones <clears throat> or whatever. The point being that you have a goal sitting out there. But you, if there's all kinds of other milestones or goals that lead up to that. Yeah. We don't eat the elephant in one bite. No. We eat it piece by piece. Right. What I tell people is, you know, if the, if the, if the, if the thought of change is overwhelming, then don't focus on the change itself. Focus on the goal for today. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of people, I think when they set something up, it's this. They set this very, and it's nothing wrong with setting lofty goals or or even lofty milestones, right? Like you can set lofty milestones. That's okay. But they don't think, uh, for instance, I'm going to read 30 books in a month. Not possible, dude. Not unless you are, you know, if you have a family, a wife, responsibilities, that's not possible. There's only 30 days in a month. You're not going to read a book a day, right? That, That would be impossible. But instead say, 
I'm going to read three chapters today and then read your three chapters. It's, it's on those goals you break down. Yeah. I, I want to make a point here. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's more important that they're achievable. Yes. Than yes. it is to making more progress. So, so error on the side of achieving versus progress. Yeah. Well, and progress comes with achievement. So you really shouldn't have to worry right. about progress as long as you're achieving the daily goals. Like, I mean, it's, it's very much, you know, I just think that people's mindsets are, but I also think a lot of that has to do again, the demon in the room, social media. I think, you know, one of the things that I tell people all the time is like a, an influencer of whatever nature is on those things. And they'll be like, Oh, I follow this person because he did this and he did this. I have to remind them you know those videos are edited, right? Those are not raw videos. You're not actually seeing all the steps that that person goes through to achieve that goal. You're only seeing the achievement of the goal. You might see little bits of the work that's being done, but that change has taken them months, maybe even years. Okay, here's a celebrity example. Henry Cavill. Yeah, for Superman, yes. When he went to play Superman in Man of Steel. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude, when I saw Man of Steel, because I was doubtful, because I'm like, I've no, I've seen that dude before. He yeah. does not look. Then you see the movie, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Now, some of that, granted, is like probably a little massaged, but when they released his, like, how he became Superman yep. stuff, then it it was like, wow. Yeah. that That's a, I mean, that dude was he was busting his balls, bro. I think my favorite one that I saw was when Chris Hemsworth talked about being Thor. And they were like, (laughs) they're like, you must feel great. And he was like, I feel like garbage. He's like, I'm not allowed to eat anything I want. I have to exercise twice a day, six days a week. He goes, I feel like garbage. I don't feel good at all. Like he goes, I feel deprived. Like, and I almost felt good when he said that because I was like, dude, good for you. It's good yeah, for you for I mean, being like, honest. It's, it's right? hard to do that shit. And like those, so what is, and this goes into another thing. <clears throat> I, so my Instagram, um, is like if, when I hit the search, yeah, not my feed, when I hit the search though, it's just filled with chicks. Yep. Cause I'm a guy. So it's just like, here you go. Here's all these naked, you know, half naked chicks. And you're like, what in the, and some of these are like, I'm just like, and you you look at that, you it ca- it catches me off guard because I'm like, all there's these, traps, bro. There's traps. Oh, I know, but I'm just yeah. saying, but but they're so they're so like they've spent so much time on how they look. It's an unreal expectation for yeah. normal women, right, to yeah. to achieve that look. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like there's some fitness, and I guess because I look at some um um bodybuilding stuff still whatever yeah so i have like fit chicks that come up right and they're yeah. like you know just sculpted like all all get out and it's just so so i guess just for people just for people to know it's unfair and it's unreal for you to expect that result now i think a lot of people could get really close to that because mm-hmm. that's really a lot of work yeah now there's a lot of genetics involved in like some of this stuff don't get me i'm not gonna go there like for instance me i can put on muscle easy like i can get big really easy but i can't trim up easy like it's it's a really difficult thing for me to like you know when when i was when i got my body fat down 
to to not not I still didn't have quite a six pack, but I, in order to even get close, I was man that was tough. That was really 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 yeah. tough and long and a long very long. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm just saying, you know, in order to get to that person, like if you say I want that physique, in other words, yep. you have to break that down into years of work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and a commitment that is like, this is how I need to eat. This is how I need to sleep. This is how I need to work out. And it has to be a year, like more than it can't be a resolution. This has yeah. got to be like a freaking five year adventure. You know what I mean? I lost 80 pounds. It took me 2019, 2020, 2020 to 2021, 2021 to 2022. It took me three years. Yeah. But I, I, I decided that when I was going to lose that weight, I wasn't going to do it like I had done it before, you know, work out twice a day, go as hard as humanly possible. You know, I was like, I don't want it to come back. So how do I lose it in a way that will be effective and keep it away? That takes time. It's easy to lose a bunch of water weight and and carb starve yourself and dehydrate yourself and get do, do lose weight that way. But when you really focus on, I'm going to work out five days a week, I'm going to eat better I'm going to not take in junk, you know, and I still, i still want to lose about another 15 pounds, but I know, I don't care how fast it goes. I just want to do it the right way. Right. Like I want to take those particular steps to get me to that place. I see so many of these influencers too, and they're peddling. There's one, and I don't know who it is, but they're peddling this drink and it's like lemon juice and honey and like goji berry juice and something else. And it, oh, if you drink this before you go to bed, it'll melt body fat off while you sleep. Well, let's be clear. That is not possible. <laughs> that is a farce. That is a lie. That is a completely unrealistic expectation set to sell you something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and just to think that, cause when you're, when you sleep, that's when your body is healing itself. Yeah. The only way you're going to do anything with fat is if you're, if you've, if you've exercised your muscles mm -hmm. and you're, the sleep is actually repairing the muscles fibers that you have, you have kind of torn and everything and they call it um i guess it is and maybe you can correct me is it micro tears that you do when you work out yeah you, you put micro tears in the muscle you put micro tears yeah. in the muscle fiber right mm -hmm. so when you sleep it fixes that that's why yeah. you feel sore and all that kind of stuff but when you sleep it fixes that so if you had like appropriate nutrition yeah yeah you're gonna it's gonna help build it's gonna repair the muscle to help you yeah burn the fat but there's no like fat burning <laughs> like you're by repairing the muscle when you sleep and stuff, you're actually going to help burn fat tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, but, but like I tell people too, like thermogenic fat burners and stuff. No, you're not burning fat. It's raising your metabolism, which is raising your body heat, which is causing you to sweat. That doesn't necessarily mean you're burning fat. That just well, means your, your, your body temperatures up a degree or two. Your metabolism's ramped. Think, think about this. Is what I don't understand about all this crap. Like, if when you cook something, right, a steak yeah, that sure. has that has fat on it, yeah. how hot do you need to get that thing in order to burn that, to like render that fat? I mean, think about it. Pretty hot, right? Is, are anything you're going to put on your body going to be that hot? No, no, no. Our bodies burn fat two different ways: <laughs> through steady state cardio for yourself, long, dude. for long distances. 
or your body will use fat as fuel when you're doing exercise. And you know, the other thing too, people get caught up about not eating a certain thing or whatever, but you know, if you go exercise and you're like kicking butt, you're not making any progress. It could be because you're not eating enough carbs or, I mean, you think that that's really the, but if you don't have the, so the carbohydrates give you the energy in order to make that energy transfer happen in your body. Yes. So like you have to have that. You can't, you can't be like on the Atkins diet. And expect like workout results to happen as much as if you had some. Well, th- think about the word too, carbohydrate. Hydrate. Three water molecules attached to one protein molecule. When you when you carb starve, you dehydrate yourself because your body isn't capable of making that proper molecular function happen. Yeah. So. And, and everybody goes, well, man, I was on this no-carb diet and I lost 50 pounds. And then I ate some carbs. Yeah, because you got all your water back. The first thing you're going to get back when you start recarbing up is actually water. It's, it's the water weight that you put back on quickly because you have dehydrated yourself to the point that the moment you give your body carbohydrates, you, you're going to have an insulin spike and your water weight's going to go up. <laughs> You know, that actually brings up another point. So I did watch that Sean Ryan. Or, uh, sorry, not Sean Ryan. Actually, I did watch the Sean Ryan. <laughs> but the uh, Joe Rogan episode. Oh, the the one about the. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, My man, Joe. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Joe fan in a lot of ways. But Joe can bring some guests to the table that will open your eyes. I got to find the I'll link. Put the link in the podcast below yeah. about the pharmaceutical stuff. You know, there's nothing I didn't know. And, and let me just, just to, to, I don't know enough about this to even approach this in a, in an intelligent manner. Cause it's so, there's so, it's such a vast and, and deep hole. Yes. Yeah, right. But, but let me just say this, the, the pharmaceutical benefit managers. Yeah, dude. What the hell, man? It's Joe Rogan. He interviews Brigham Bueller, which Brigham Bueller talks. I'll tell you the part that got me. And this is the part that really opened my eyes. It wasn't. I mean, the pharmaceutical managers, the, the those were bad. But the fact that there are a myriad of tests that we need to have done, metabolite tests, you know, gut checks, all that stuff. Some people don't have gut the gut biome to digest the prescription drug properly. So you may have somebody that's been given the right drug, but because their gut biome doesn't, isn't capable of digesting it properly, they might think that that drug doesn't work. The reason why I bring this up, okay, oh. is because they, he also talked about genetic testing. And yes. how there's like how you should get genetic testing to see like what's your, because that leads to, what you can't, some deficiencies in this and that. There's another guy I've saw uh, that I've been paying attention to, and I don't remember his name. Or <laughs> but we'll we'll actually talk about this. I, I really want to talk about this more later. But he offers, he he, he talks about all this stuff about like even um, folic acids and like how you can break those down and how you you're if you're if you can't you're missing a vitamin deficiency or an amino acid yep. deficiency, and you can or or like. 
ADHD is not really a thing. It's like an actual, you know, either vita, uh, all this stuff. He goes through all kinds of stuff in some of these talks I've seen him. And he has a company that offers a genetic test. So you, mm-hmm. you, what he'll, what they do is the, you, you take this genetic test. It says what, what you're, um, genetically, uh, like can't do or whatever. And you get a specific supplement regime based on your genetics. Yeah. So that can do all anything from like diabetes stuff to like, uh, uh, um, all, there's a gut health. All kinds of things are come from the supplement package he gives you after you take your genetic test. The problem is it ain't covered under insurance or anything. Oh, of no, course it's, it's not. Yeah. Like, like Joe, the, this is what brings you back to it. They don't want you to take this stuff. No. The pharmaceutical, they, and he says they stifle innovation because it's not monetized. Yeah. So, so this genetic test that you have to pay for, very expensive. You do that, you get these supplements who are expensive, not covered in insurance, but would probably fix all your freaking problems or at least help in like two weeks rather than take all these other drugs that are meant to keep you sick. Well, I think that's why I think, you know, a lot of times having an HSA account can serve you like a health savings account because as long as you're spending it on something that's not considered frivolous, you can use an HSA account to pay for those things. Right. So, and the thing that got me about that whole Brigham Bueller interview was when he talked about how you should look at your, it should, you shouldn't look at it as a health insurance plan. He should, you should look at it as a health management plan because that is what the pharmacy managers are doing is they're managing your illness to monetize as much of your illness as they can. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is why, you know, when they explained about how pharmaceutical companies, the 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 pers- the manager will come in and say, well, <laughs> we're not going to cover this drug. It's not because they can't. It's because the drug they want to give you is more profitable. Yes. And they get uh they get uh bonuses from those drugs when they're able to get you to take them because the 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 pharmaceutical company is giving them kickbacks saying hey we like this drug better it's, it costs less to us and makes us more money so we're going to give you this kickback right so these pharmacy managers are these these prescription managers are getting themselves paid off you being sick whether the drug they give you is good or not whether they think it's going to be best for you or not has nothing to do with it. It has to do with how much profit do we make off this drug and how much will I get if I get, if I gift them to take this drug, how, how perverse is that? Right? Like that's the, that's the worst part is how perverse is that? But I do, I did appreciate when they talked about don't blame your, your don't blame your everyday care doctor. Yeah. They don't, a lot of times they don't, they They don't don't get the information. No, they don't get the information that they need to transfer it to you. So it's not that they're deceiving you. They're only working with what they have to work with. And let's not, (coughs) let's not forget that a lot of these, and they did mention that how, like a lot of these medical groups have like bought up all these practices. So they're under this huge umbrella of things. Like even around here, Baptist health, that covers like the swath of, you know, um, of Southern, of Southern Indiana area where we're at, man. I mean, it's like, you know, it's crazy and it's huge. Yeah. But anyway, so, so, 
um, <coughs> who are um, it's a good time to listen to somebody who's not like those pharmacy managers. Yes, it's time to give over to our sponsor and have them say some words so we don't have to say some words. <sighs> say some words, yo. Say some words. Are you a small business or solo entrepreneur looking for more of a presence online? Technology is ever-changing, and with more and more people spending most of their time on screens, it's important to have your brand out and about, getting the most exposure possible. Worried about not having a big budget for website design or social media? At Edwards Managed Technology Computer Consulting, we cater to every business or solar entrepreneur's individual needs to come up with a plan that works for your product and your wallet. Interested in learning about how we can manage your online presence so that you can spend your time doing what you love to do instead? Visit www.emtcc.net to make an appointment or give us a call at 1-888-551-2770. Mention R&B Talks for 10% off your appointment. Remote and on-site options available. And we're back. We are. So, we're talking about gloves and working because my hands, I don't know if you probably can't see this or not, Yeah, are torn up from all this fence work. So, so yeah, they make gloves, obviously, that could handle all this stuff. The problem being for me is that I take like 4X gloves to to fit this paw. Mm-hmm. They don't, and those, so it's even hard to find a glove that fits right anyway. Look, dude. Work gloves. You found a hat company that makes hats that fit our heads, and you and I have ginormous heads. There's a glove company out there. <laughs> no, it, I mean, I ha- and I have work gloves, right? <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. The mechanics ones make one big enough for my hands. There's a uh, another company I have that I bought that have impact stuff on it that I use when I'm working up with my chainsaw and stuff, mm-hmm. but they're, th- they're very, they're thick enough where it would, cause you're talking half inch squares here. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like having to like really get in there, even with mm-hmm. my big old fingers and like squeeze it or pull it or something. And I couldn't reach it. So I just, because I'm trying to get it done as fast as humanly possible. I'm like, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just wreck my hands and I'll just deal with it. Dude, that's, that's not, that's not a good idea. I'm just going to tell you, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Well, anyway. All right. So here's another thing we're talking about. Yeah. Back, but, but this all, this, all, I want to go, this kind of loops a bunch of things together, actually. Yes. I, I've seen a lot of things lately just pop up on, on various social media stuff about these like fat appreciation or fat, uh, whatever that is. It's like these <clears throat> really large people who are influencers who are like encouraging that lifestyle okay oh you're getting the whole like fat shaming thing yeah so like for me i want to make this abundantly clear i am not the vision of physical prowess dude i mean like you're not no i was at one point sure yeah i've moved on from that right Not, not that i shouldn't be and i should be more conscious about like you know but but at the same time like I, okay, I'm just saying. I'm going to put that out there. I'm that's not where I'm at today. Okay, <laughs> just so, just so you know where I'm not not saying that. But we we shouldn't shame anybody from no. from things. I, so I, I get that point, but glorifying that is way. It it, it kind of goes along with the same gender stuff too. That we're just like, oh, do what makes you happy and everything. But if it's not healthy, <clears throat> if it's not helping you at all. 
then why? Why are we why are we glorifying that? Well, here's the problem that I kind of see with all this is that it's this reality the denial of reality thing is what's killing me because here's the truth, man. Some people are some genetic wise, some people are going to be bigger than other people can be helped, right? Um my whole family, my whole family, huge. We are huge not but, I shouldn't say huge like rotund, but Big guys. All the men in my family are yeah. very big guys. Work construction, that kind of guy. But the the difference being when you're when you're denying that there are health consequences, yes, is when it gets dangerous. Look, I, I mean, I treat this like I I treat the transgender thing. I treat look you you can do whatever you want to do, but what you can't do is deny the facts. The fact of the matter is. If you are heavy and you're doing it purposefully and you're indulging in, oh, you know, I'm going to eat this and I'm going to eat that and I'm not going to be on a diet because I want to live how I want to live. That's cool. I get it. But you can't sit there and lie and tell people, oh, this is a healthy way to live because it isn't. It isn't a healthy way to live to eat sweets and fast food and garbage and, you know, all of those things and then to not do anything to take care of your health. And then when somebody looks at you and says, Hey, I'm concerned about your health, call them fat phobic. That has nothing to do with being fat phobic. And again, here we are with that word phobic. You're not, that means fear of something. I am not afraid of anybody who's overweight. I I don't have that fear. No. Right. Like, so again, it goes back to this thing of wanting to change the, change the words to mean something that they don't in order to justify a type of life that you're choosing to live. You don't get to change the meaning of words. Well, look, it, it's, we, you said it reality. Mm-hmm. When you, when you, when you're not rooted in the reality of our existence mm-hmm. and the rules and consequences therein, you, you, it's, it's, it's messed up. You yeah, know, you're jacked. It's, it's not going to, ha- it's not going to be worse. So, so, I mean, look, I, I don't care. I mean, look, I, I so I have a lot of people that I know, even in my own, uh, in the circle of families and stuff that are very big people. Yeah. For and, sure. and, and look, I, I don't sit there and tell them, Hey, I, I, it's not a constant reminder or anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not small. I yeah. am not a small person. I, no way do I do. I do all the things I need to do and eat the things I need to do in order to like be, the pinnacle of help. No, mm. I'm not going to either because I'm, I'm look, life is short. So I'm just going to, not that I'm going to do everything I want, but every once in a while, yeah, I'm going to indulge in stuff. Yeah. I mean, like over like this past Christmas, did I overeat? No, I did not. Did I want a cookie? Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple cookies. I had a, I had a, yeah, had a couple cookies, <laughs> had a cookie. man. Had a cookie. I had a cookie. I had a few cookies. But the difference being you're married. I hope you had more than just that cookie. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, man. <laughs> we know each other. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the thing, dude, like, and, and here's, you know, and, and it's, it, it, you, you know what I do for a living. Sure. And, you know, I got really in a big, deep conversation at a, convention we were at recently with another trainer <clears throat> and he was doing this whole i'm gonna change it and they're gonna do what i say and rah, 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 rah. and i was like 
okay. And he goes, aren't you? And I said, no. And I said, he goes, why not? And I said, because we, we've, we change when we're ready to change. You cannot force someone to see something or know something is wrong when they're not ready to see it. Or if they see it, but they're not ready to change it. I've been in many situations where somebody's been sitting in front of me and they've said, hey, man, um, I'm 100 pounds overweight. I don't feel good. My knees hurt. My back hurts. Okay, well, here's the things we're going to have to do to get you where you need to be. Are you are you ready to do those things? No. Well, that's a person who knows and understands that there's an issue, but you have to be willing to change it. Yeah. Right? You have to be willing to take steps. Like well, I got heavy to the point where my back hurt all the time. My knees were killing me. I'd already had a hip injury that it was just exacerbating and causing problems. And I just didn't want to be in pain anymore. Right. Like for me, it was just day to day pain. I didn't want to have that pain anymore. So I literally was like, I'm ready to change because I don't want the pain anymore. The, the, the pain meant the getting rid of the pain meant more to me than eating six cheeseburgers a day and, you know, whatever I could cram in my mouth. Right. right. So, well, I mean, so, so I'm going to get back, circle this around. It's like this. You're going to get farther with somebody by encouraging them yeah. uh, than, the, than you are shaming them. Sometimes, though, it takes somebody to get jolted in order to yeah. realize they got a problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, and, and it's, it, it, if you're a complete stranger to that person, it's the same, actually, it's the same way with like if you're trying to be, uh, if you're trying to evangelize the Christian faith, you're a complete stranger and you go tell somebody, you're going to burn in hell. Yeah. How, how far are you going to get with that? Nowhere. Not very far at all. Nowhere. Nowhere. But if you're, if you get to know someone, Okay, or if they're close or whatever, and you like you in loving manner talk to them. You know, I'm concerned, man. I mean, like, I mean, look, you do you, boo. But you know, you ain't gonna, you know, you're shortening your life by doing this. This you're this. not looking good. You don't look like you feel good. Yeah, dude, are you feeling okay? I what want can, you to feel better and encourage him. Yeah. Okay, but it's like even myself. Like I, I know there, I, and I even spent a lot of money on this water roller that I want to use. And I could use it now, but I know I'm not going to stick with it until I get done with school. Mm -hmm. My, I'm totally not focused on anything other than I, I, I got my career. I got my being a dad. I got being a husband and I'm going to school. And as soon as I get one of those things knocked off, which is ain't going to be the husband or the kid they, or the, being a dad part, yeah. I guarantee you that. So as soon as I get my school done, I can, I can like take a step back and not point forward to that and start doing that stuff yeah and then there is such a thing as the limitation of time right like you know and i tell people all the time they'll be like well i can only go to the gym two days a week well then just go to the gym two days a week start it you don't have to be in there like tearing it up benching 350 and squatting and climbing and you know doing karate kicks and but but this just goes to that point too yeah. though okay yeah only go two days a week but like why why these there's some people who say, well, you should make time. You should make time. Make time, make time, make time. Man, look. No. I don't have to make time for anything. Yeah. I mean, look, I, that's this is my choice. I got other priorities that I'm yeah. making further than that. I understand. That I need to. That I need to. Yeah. Right? I don't need you harping on me about making time, making time. For sure. I get it. And I know that if I wanted to, sure, I could make time. I ain't going to right now. Well, and but here's the that's, thing, that's too. Some people have it that It also thing. depends on the personality. Yeah. Like, I get, I enjoy working out. I enjoy the whole process. 
I enjoy, you know, like I'm going to work out today. Like I enjoy the pre-workout meal, taking my supplements, going over in my head. Hey man, what are we, what are we going to do when we're there? Right. What's the process we're going to hit? Oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I enjoy the process of getting the pump and feeling, moving the weight. Uh, I enjoy the cool down cardio. I enjoy the post-workout, you know, simple sugar meal that you eat to get your, your glucose and your glycogen back up. I enjoy, you know, the recovery part of it. For me, I'm just a weird dude where I like, I love all that. Like I do, like, I feel like it's, it's, you know, we said the other day, I don't have hobbies. It's actually my hobby. Like I love the, 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 the whole direction of it. And it brings me mental clarity too. Yeah. It takes away stress. It relieves anxiety. It does things for me that other things don't do. So for me, but I'm what, maybe 10% of people that go to the gym worldwide really literally enjoy the process of the gym. So, you know, it's you you also have to look at the person too i mean look you know i've got some clients man that are absolute beasts that 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 just are just they're in there to win it right like let's do it let's tear it down i got clients that are like bruh uh, i hate you and i don't want to be here but i'm here so let's do something i have all those clients um and i respect all of the their positions and where they're at um but one of the things I wish I could tell people is it's not all about being inside the gym. You don't have to work out inside a gym to feel good. Dude, go for a walk. Go for a hike. Uh, go rent the paddle boat out at Buffalo Trace and paddle Something. boat for 45 minutes. Use your legs. You know, dude, you don't have to be in, in the confines of a gym to move, Right. You work a lot physically on on your property, man. You you where you move a lot doing that. Like that's not easy work, right? So I tell people a lot of times indulge in the things that bring you joy that make you move. Well, right? here, here's another point to that too though. Yeah. There there could be something else that you really want to do that you can't do because of the physical shape you're in. Mhm. Right? Absolutely. I I know that um when I'm when I'm doing tree work especially. Yeah. Okay, that that can be really extremely physical. Um, one time in particular, so we had it. We had to. <laughs> we had some septic issues. I remember that. <sighs> so they, they they and you know you have to get the health department to come out and do yep. all this nonsense and it's it's a oh my god it's the most expensive frustrating thing you can do. Um, I had to put in a new sand mound septic system, even though. My, the dirt and the, the earth and everything was like cool to put in a regular one. No, because we're the county, we're going to say you have to put in this hugely expensive sand mound thing. So it was like, it was tens of thousands of dollars, right? And I, and we had just taken out an equity loan yeah. to redo the kitchen. Yep. Because I was like, look, babes, talk to Julie. You know what? Let's redo our kitchen. We got some equity. Let's just use it and let's just get the kitchen updated and stuff for you. And what do you know? We end up spending on the turlet. Oh man! So, but anyway, I had to clear out because the one place they wanted to put it was in the middle of all kinds of trees and everything else. Oh, so you had to go do a clearing, and they couldn't they couldn't do it um, at any particular day. It had to be like uh, in when it was certain dry or whatever. It had to be specific. 
So they call me like two days before they're going to come out and like start it. Right. Yeah, so I had that. two days to like cut down trees, remove all kinds of stuff. And there was, I think it was like six trees I had to take down plus some like tree, like smaller tree brush stuff. It was like, so I, I got off of work uh, and I just had to cut, cut and just move and just, and we're talking like, you know, I'd cut them up into logs. You know, the tree was a couple of them are like about that big around. And so the logs are about six foot. Yeah. I'm moving those by hand because it was too slow with the tractor. I knew I only had so much time before dark. <sighs> so you're just, so I'm just out there and you know, I, I knew, I knew that was going to be brutal on my body for two days straight. I was lifting stuff. I shouldn't moving faster than I shouldn't. I knew I was, wasn't in the shape to be, you know, being some kind of muscle, like the world's strongest man shit that I was doing out there, yep. but I did it anyway. Right. And I love, I love <clears throat> it. Right. So I know <laughs> if I were to get myself back in shape, I would love to do that. That would be like awesome to sit there and do. Okay. But again, time, money, whatever that to put into that. But I'm just saying like, if that, I've, if you were to go out and do something like that and you're like, man, that was awesome. I'd love to do that. Then, you know, okay, now I got a purpose yep. to get mm. myself in shape so that I can do all that. Mm. Right. I mean, now, now granted, thankfully I'd done all the powerlifting crap earlier in my, <laughs> life. so I knew how, I knew how to lift all these really heavy things and like without killing yourself, with, without really, really messing yourself up. Cause you can, I mean, you're talking yeah. you can hundreds do some damage, of, man. Yeah. I mean, 200 pounds, 300 pounds you're you're freaking hefting around you know anyway that's just an anecdotal thing but i it, well but i think it speaks to something right like one of the things that i've noticed especially about our younger generation is you know when you and i were coming up we tried to be purpose-driven right i think a lot of the reason why people aren't successful at a lot of things i'm not talking about health and fitness i'm talking about everything is is they're they're aimless they're they're they are in a perpetual state of wandering, right? Like, because if you talk to some of the people, even some of the, you know, older, more liberal people, they're just in this perpetual state of wandering. Like, I, I what do you, you know, one of my, one of the conversations that's hardest for me to have is when I talk to someone and I say, hey, what do you got planned? How are you, what's going on with your career? What's happening with you? And then I get this, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. I'm not really, I don't really want to advance. I'm, you know, I'm making enough money to pay the bills. I'm not really, you know, what's the point, you know, what's the purpose. And I feel awful for that person because for me, there are things I want to achieve. So in order to achieve those things, I have to have a plan or a, or a setup for me to get there. Right. They just seem like they could care less. Okay. I'm kind of there in, in the sense of some of that. Right. So, I mean, like I'm kind of like this with my career <laughs> in, in that I, I do want to move up, but, but I'm really okay where I'm at. Right. Yeah. But there, there, so there's, there's two things to this and I, I, I do agree with you. I'm not disagreeing, but contentment also has to come into play. Yeah. Okay. Mm -mm. Like I'm, I don't care. Like if you, if you're content with going out and, um, shoveling rock all day, mm -hmm. every day, 
uh, and that's the life that suits your lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. Cool. I'm I'm actually really happy for you. You know. Yeah. I wish I was like. <laughs> There's some days where I do want to be like that, but like find the per- so the purpose of your of your lives are like it's so not complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. No, you don't have to. Like like you, whether that's if you're a dad or just being a, a a person that's like serves their community or your your um a husband or or wife or whatever i mean like those things are purposes like they it's not like that doesn't it, I itself agree too i totally agree with that you know so so like but but i think where you're going is that like if you're younger and you spent all your time looking at your phone what all, all a lot of them just I don't know, this, well this, like this me a perfect example was last night my whole family one of my Again, I'm a kind of a musophile. So last night I got to sit down and watch the majority of the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. <clears throat> and I was really excited because my sons were going to watch it with me and my wife was going to watch it. My wife and I are intently paying attention. Willie Nelson got inducted. Um, <clears throat> you know, there were several good inductions that went in last night. Okay. But as I'm watching the show and I'm looking to both sides, both of my sons are on their phones. <laughs> And I'm like, and then I'll be like, dude, are you guys watching? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm watching. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. There is more to life than what is on that tiny little screen, right? And I'm I'm as guilty as anybody, man. If I get into something on my phone, if I'm reading or looking up something or or just kind of fishing around and watching a funny video somebody sent me, I get it. I get the I get the attraction, right? but what I'm talking about is not people who are content because contentment is finding your station and being okay with your station, loving what you have, being appreciative of what you have. Um, Most content people though, even content people, Reggie, if they're, if they're shoveling rock and there's eight guys shoveling rock and the boss comes and says, I want you to be the head rock shoveler. That content guy is going to be, okay with being the head rock shoveler, right? Like he's going to be content with taking on a little more responsibility, getting a little more money, you know, making life a little easier, right? Even if it's not advanced a whole lot. So, but what I'm talking about is people who don't have contentment. And I think there is an innate fear within them to find something they would be content doing because they have this irrational fear of, well, if I find something that I'm content, what if something else comes along? Well, what the hell if something else comes along? Okay, so you were content. You you loved this, and then something else came along. That was a great opportunity, and you figured out you could be content doing something else. Why is there something wrong with that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's, it's not the contentment thing. <clears throat> it's the... Why are you closing yourself off to opportunities out of some irrationally ridiculous fear that yeah. that is, you know, because I mean, and I, and I put that at the feet using our modern times. Look at the young people nowadays. Take climate protesters is a great example. Uh, Well, I don't want to go to work here because 
they might do this and it might not be good for the climate. Yeah, you moron, but you got in a gas-powered car and drove to where you're at. You didn't walk there. Well, look. You I, got a phone in your hand, don't you, you ding-dong? I know, dude. You know, like for me, oh. it's this whole, to me, it's fake. What What's the word I'm looking for? Fake outrage. You, you, you're not content. You haven't found anything to pour your life into. So you choose to use fake outrage as an excuse not to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, I I think there are people like I have people in my in my team that I manage. I I could offer them all kinds of things and they'd be like, No. <laughs> I'm I'm good fine where I'm at. I don't care. Yeah, I'm good. No. I'm good. Um I, this is this is where I think the cusp of it comes to for when you're talking about contentment versus purpose and everything else. I mean, like we're we're all not gonna be like sheiks and live like with in palaces and For all sure. that. come on but they're they're and and it can't be so materialistic either so there's that but there is a certain amount of where i want to be and be comfortable and mm-hmm. how do i get there yes absolutely so so Agreed. i mean <clears throat> now that changes too when you have a family mm-hmm. sure, because then it's, then it's not about your comfort anymore what's how can i make my family as best as they can be kind of thing. Yeah. How can I build something for my family? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to that, but yeah, purpose, purpose for a Christian, it's even clearer. I mean, it's like you, your purpose is to, (laughs) to participate in his work for his kingdom on here on earth, whatever that may be, whether that's being the man of God that you should be a husband of God that you should be the, um, the, the, the father, like Christ told you to be, all those kind of things lead to that. I mean, that that's an easier question to answer yeah. than the secular version. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, you're not, you're not going to find that. If, well, rare will you be able to like find your purpose in, in on the internet, I guess yeah. I would say. Now here we are doing a, a internet show um, <laughs> saying all that. Yeah. But you and I are not, we don't consider this our purpose. We no. consider this important. I mean, but we yeah. don't consider this our purpose, right? Like for me, my uh, purpose is to be, is to better myself as a husband and a father and in, in general, in all ways. And I feel like this is just a way to kind of communicate about those things, right? Like it's, I love the, what we do and I'm glad we're doing it, but I don't think this is our sole purpose in life. Right. After all, we did reaction videos to music. We didn't even know what the lyrics were. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> well so we, I, I do want to do some more <clears throat> but i want to do it different so so we'll, we'll do that again <laughs> it was fun to do but taking a little more time with it maybe yes, and, and maybe uh, you, you know what anyway um i think i think we've i think we've, I think we've covered it, it bro I think we've done it i think we've hit it yeah it's a little shorter episode today probably because of just um you got stuff going on um, you got stuff going on, Fence Patcher. No, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't patching it <laughs> right now. I'm going to wait till my whole rolls of stuff come in, That then that whole thing is just going to get plastered. That's right. And then, then we won't have a problem. But So I guess what I would say is... Resolutions are stupid. Yeah, resolutions are stupid. Um, just make decisions. Don't shame anybody, but fat pride is stupid. Yeah. 
um, love yourself make make milestones or goals that don't involve an ending point you break it up into smaller pieces underlying point love yourself but don't be an idol to yourself mm. right that's uh, right we're two guys these are two mics we'll see you later <laughs> bye bye <laughs>